Hey there. Good evening. It's Kyla Powers Radio. And I hope everyone's feeling great because I'm feeling really good. I think we are on the verge of so many discoveries reaffirming our humanity and moving forward as a collective. I see it coming. I feel it coming. It's so exciting. So anyway, tonight we have something pretty, pretty cool. I've been looking for it for a while. Um, I've been interested in the civilizations that were living on earth before us, okay? How were they wiped out? You know, how did they live? How great were the advancements and acknowledge uh, the knowledge that they had? Because when we look on, um, look into our artwork, uh, look into the cave artwork, all of that, is showing planes, supposedly flying saucers, uh, you know, all this kind of stuff. And um, earlier today, I had another um, recast of McAllister TV, and um, she was talking about uh, the Vril Society and what the Nazis built... um, their credo on, you know, the whole Aryan superiority and and what they believed, where they believed humanity was going. So it's pretty cool. Um, This video breaks it down. We're going to start in from Atlantis, Um, even though there was technically, I see here, another civilization before Atlantis which I think is the polar race. Um, I actually saw that on another video, I believe. But um, this site that I found it out is called No Race. And um, it puts forth this theory that um, that there, every, every plane develops seven root races and seven sub-races. Our planet Earth already developed five root races, and it's talking about us developing two more. It's very, very interesting. Uh, This is the same gentleman that broke down the Illuminati for us. I think he has a lot of esoteric knowledge to be shared, and I'm hoping if by examining the past that we can get some insight and knowledge so that we don't have to have the earth wiped out again whatever it, what 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 were they doing were there any signs where somebody was like you know what we need to stop making these half animal half people or we need to do you know was that going on apparently uh these people in atlantis had really advanced in such a way and they felt that their knowledge made them so superior that they could just do whatever it is that they wanted and they got wiped out. And um, this speaker here is saying that Plato, the philosopher, 
is quoting a Greek philosophy in saying that when these people did not revere the gods, that they were wiped out. So that's where we join our broadcast. And let's see if he digs into it more. And we'll hear also what other people have to say on it. I think this is definitely something that we need to be talking about. So here we go. The root races of man. Human history. Here we go. Out of the collapse and rubble of the Atlantean world, and particularly out of this order of life that have made the pilgrimage from the site of the ancient Poseidonian culture, all the way to the vast Trans-Himavat of Central Asia. From this, the nucleus of the next or the fifth race began to develop, the race which the Indian, the Hindu particularly, calls the Arya, or the selected, the chosen, the destined, and which we have involved in our turn, the Aryan race. Now, the Aryan race, uh, is said to have been under the leadership of a great teacher or a great being who was called the Manu. And the institutes of Manu were given by him, presumably through his sages and scholars, for the preservation, direction, and guidance of his people. From himself he produced seven sages who were the seven sons of light, and one of these also gave to the world the great teachings of the Puranic literature, which describes the origin and development of these people. And one by one, the great rishis or sages, like Vyasa, revealed the law. The Vedic writings were also given. And in the course of time, the will of the Manu was uh, impressed upon the entire culture of his world. Now it is said that after the great migrations and the, the, the long and difficult troubles that were attendant upon the formation of the race, there is an ancient legend that the iron race as we know it began with 25 families which alone have survived the name numerous vicissitudes which were involved in this tremendous migration and also in the tremendous culturing process that nature was attempting in this womb of races high in the mysterious land of Gobi. In any event, the Manu, or the leader, became not only the father of the race, his teacher and his progenitor, but he bestowed upon it, as was always the case with races, bestowed upon it the seed of its own survival. And the race lives because of the generative power of the Manu, who set in motion the line of descent and made the race fertile rather than sterile. The Manu also, the great leader of the race, has been absorbed into the race itself and is part of its internal structure and will emerge only when the race is complete. 
Now this race, starting its tremendous migration, broke into a number of sub-races, for each race has seven sub-races. And each uh, species, prior to the individualization of a race, in the earlier period, had seven sub-species. The, the Lemurian was unique. It had three species, three sub-races, and a link between them, which was a combination or joining of species and race, or the tipping of one into the other. The Atlantean had seven sub-races, and the Aryan had seven sub-races. Now, of the seven sub-races of the Aryan, the first, of course, was the father-mother race, the total body of the Aryan. This total body of the Arya is embodied, personified, represented psychologically by the great archetypal symbol of the Manu, who is the race. The race, therefore, becomes his children, his progenitors, and the division or individualization of himself through the race. It is also the Manu, or the power of the race, that must ultimately be restored or resurrected through the restoration of the race. In the perpetuation of the species, 14 divisions of Manus are established. Seven arising at the beginning of sub-races and seven at the ends of sub-races. And these 14 together represent the great legal structure or extensions or differentiations of the one leader or the one teacher himself. They are the witnesses or manifestations of his power. Up to this time, there have been five of the sub-races of the Aryan race that have appeared. The first was re re uh, generally is termed the Arya constructively and represents the great Indic race stream rising in northern Asia and flowing down through this great valley of the Indus through the Indo-Gangetic plains finally moving southward. The second race or the second sub-race of the Aryans was the Aryan Semite. And the Aryan Semite, differing from the Atlantean Semite, moved into what we call Syria and the Holy Land and became a distinct race. The Syrian, the Lebanese, the Arab, and the uh, Palestinian, the Jew, are all Aryans because they belong to the second great branch of the Aryan people. The third great branch was the Iranian, which moved into Persia and all that vast area at that time. The fourth division was the Celtic, which moved all the way across, producing the Greco-Latin civilization and finding a strange and mysterious abode in Ireland. The fifth was the so-called Anglo-Saxon Teuton, which is essentially the, uh, the racial group of which the, to which most of the uh, modern Western people belong, although the division is quite confusing. But these five migrations or divisions of the great Aryan race have led us to our present state. Now, let us go back for a moment and consider this racial structure from a little different position. And that is try to visualize a, a diagrammatic presentation of it. 
Each one of the processes of creativity, which we recognize, is orderly in nature. And each one of the species that preceded man, and each of the races that followed his individualization, um, are part of a geometrical pattern uh, that unfolds with perfectly sequential growth structure. From the second species of the Polarian uh, total species, from the second subspecies of the Polarian, the second race or the second species, the Hypoborean, was created. After its creation, a differentiation took place. The old or Polarian epoch continued to its natural end, but the German seed of the second species came from the archetype of the second stage of the first species, because this represented one major step in growth. The third group, the Lemuria, therefore came from the third subdivision of the Hyperborean. And the fourth group, the Atlantean, came from the fourth division of the third group, now a race, the Lemurian. And the fifth race came from the fifth division of the Atlantean order. And the sixth root race will come from the sixth subdivision of the fifth, and so on, all the way down, until the seventh race is born from the seventh sub-race of the sixth. Thus, each of these becomes a step. And once the step is made by what were called the pioneers who follow the direct line of race, then the races themselves begin to drift away. The carcass of the old race slowly drifting away from its place in the direct stream. And progress is always moving with these new groups that break off. Today, therefore, we are concerned with the sixth sub-race of the fifth race. This sixth sub-race must come... I'm going to stop it here because he's going into this. And uh, I'm here for understanding, not just to recast it. Um, rebroadcast it. Um, so in the McAllister report that we were listening to about the Real Society, they, she was reading uh, information about the Nazis and they, it was alluded to in describing the material, most people, when talking about the technology that they acquired, that it was alien in nature. And this is where um, I, Kyla Powers, <laughs> am saying that we need to be extremely careful about calling any people, no matter how advanced they are, calling them alien. Because there is an alien deception that a faction on this earth that is against humanity wants to propagate. And their whole thing is uh, inhabiting these uh, bioengineered bodies or whatever, and then having humanity give over to them as if they are superior, as if they are the progenitors. And also, if if anyone knows about uh, the Gaia Channel and Wilcox and Corrigan and all these people and all the stuff that they, I don't believe any of it. But what I do believe is that 
there probably were, are people left over from these original races that were on the earth and were wiped out or whatever happened to them. I believe that they escaped to the inner earth and uh, they have this technology which was coveted by the Nazis and which the New World Order obviously is obsessed with today. And they are suppressing a lot of this ancient knowledge, which is basically from the previous human civilizations that were already here, but got too big for their britches or whatever they did. They did not value human life. They were creating all kinds of craziness. And uh, the creator wiped them out or whatever the force knocked about or whatever it is. So over these next couple of days, this is very important. I will be looking at all different kinds of sources of information to get us information on who these root races were, if that to find out if there is a basic consensus about this uh, seven race theory that there are five root races and that we've got to get to seven. Um, it's it's good that we know, <laughs> you know, where we're going. Is is that what does does humankind have a mandate? You know, is there something that we are not just only here to learn life lessons, but are we here to achieve something as a collective? I think if we knew that, if we examine that, and we focused on it we could be a better people and who knows how we could get along and what we could accomplish. I don't even know. But look at this. I'm going to just give you some underlying information about these root races. Um, you've got, you know what, I'm going to break this up into two parts and I'll address the actual breaking down of the races in uh, part two. But this this is going to uh, be continued. Kyla Powers ready.